It's life on life's terms. What's up, everyone? It's the Life on Life's Terms podcast once again, and I'm Tom Robinson, and uh, we are not affiliated with any 12-step program, although we're all alumni of them. <laughs> uh, I'm Chris Mandeville. We're here at uh, New Way Recovery Center in Quincy, Mass., on Quincy Ave. Lots of resources down here. Um, they let us use this space to provide you with this podcast, so we're very grateful for that. Yeah, we are. Absolutely. And Tonight we have a actually a longtime friend of both of ours, mm-hmm. yep. uh, Paul, and we're going to turn it over to you, homie. It's just like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just yep. uh, you know, quite the introduction. I love it. Thanks, just, thanks for the introduction. Uh, so delighted to be here with you guys. Thanks for asking me. Yeah, I've been thinking the last couple of days about how long I've known both of you, um, Chris. It's got to be over twenty years, huh? I think it's just well, about 20 years. 16, I've been around here, so yeah. we're, we're up 16, there. So yeah. 16 years. Back what in the you, sacred hot days. Um, so I've been sober 13 years, So, but it was probably probably a couple, probably about uh, 11, 11 years. 11 years 11, ago. 11 years, yeah. 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 So happy to be here. Happy that you guys are doing this uh, podcast here for the people. I'm not exactly sure who the people are, but... Uh, you know, we're, we're hoping to reach millions. lots. Millions. You yeah, know, we're hoping like, to reach millions. But. Like, say the mom that's at home cooking dinner, mm-hmm. and she can't get to a meeting, mm. and she can pop on her Facebook, and boom, or she, you know, someone driving into work wants to listen to something. Yeah. They're struggling. They can go on iTunes, and boom, pop us up. Listen right. to or speak. the mom that's home alone and doesn't understand what the hell her husband is doing with yeah. his life. Yeah, or her son, or her crazy. daughter. The kids. Yeah, man. Yeah. Kids. I mean. So that's why I'm here, I guess, is... Uh, you know, try to help provide maybe some information, maybe a little bit of hope, mm-hmm. maybe uh, a little bit of a plug for this particular place, a new way uh, yep. here in Quincy. This recovery center, I think, is a fantastic place. A uh, lot of resources here Yeah, for man. people to drop in and uh, pick up information. Like yeah, you were or- both just saying, uh, people don't know that yep. there's a solution and... You know, they don't know how to deal with their kids or the husband or the wife or their brother or sister or whoever it may be that be struggling with this disease. Yeah, this Uh, place we're at actually bridges a lot of gaps. You know, people that are, say, Father Bills or in treatment or Mm -hmm. you can come in here, you can go on the computer, you can apply for jobs. You know, you can can check your emails, you know. Yeah, it's fantastic. Do they have uh, Al-Anon meetings here? Um. They do have some meetings here. I'm not sure yeah. what, but uh, I know they have a women's group tonight. Uh, yeah. It was a mother's meeting, right? But yeah. I think it is still out or it's, it's, expanded. It's more yeah. like a life skills meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. most in attendance are in recovery, so, mm. you know. So, yeah, Tommy said we're all uh, active members or alumni of different 12-step programs. Um mm-hmm. You know, I found a solution to the problems that I was having. Uh, I guess I could tell you a little bit about what happened, what it was like, what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. Um, For a couple of minutes, I grew up here in Quincy. I know the city well. I love this city. Uh, So, you know, just uh, came from a place of uh, some insanity and... uh, 
you know, I, I didn't know any other way. I just did what everybody else in my house and my neighborhood was doing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was really young when I got exposed to some substances. But uh, I also got exposed to a solution really young. Yeah. Mm. And, you got a uh, lot of time, bro. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you have a lot of time. So, you know, I found my way to a treatment center when I was 14 years old. And I haven't found it necessary to leave since, so that was a few decades Well, you left ago. the treatment center, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm still there. So I like to say that <laughs> I experimented with some things in the early 80s. I got sober in the 80s, and I was <laughs> wow. sober in the 90s, 2000, 2010, and beyond. So yeah. it's, <laughs> it's a good life. Uh I have a lot of gratitude, and I owe a lot to the people that came before me. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there is hope. There is hope. Uh, if you're out there and you're listening and you're struggling, it doesn't have to be that way. Right. You know? uh, there's, there's a set of principles that a lot of us try to live by, and if you can apply these principles to your life, then you can reap the benefits that are out there. There's, uh doesn't have to be the way it's been if you're in the struggle. And, uh, you know, if you're one of these people that are living in the solution, it doesn't help to keep quiet about it. Right, you know? right. So that's you can have a whole new set of struggles. Yeah, 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 a whole new set of struggles. <laughs> but, like, yeah. uh, you know, I think a lot of people are scared. They don't want to, like, break their anonymity. I'm not... I'm not normally like I don't like walk around with a with a flag, but you yeah. know, if somebody asks me to be of service, this is me being of service. You know, absolutely. So, yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, I'm really happy to be here, but I think uh, the idea for me is to let people know that there's a better way and a solution. It takes work. It takes time. You know. Uh, yeah. Ooh, you like the longest standing member in the fucking young people's group. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, wait a minute, wait a minute, this profanity. Oh, yeah, man, don't oh, worry about that. Uh, it's no, all good. You ain't going to watch my 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%
No, I think it was it was getting close to uh, closing up, and uh, uh, those guys, John, you know John? I don't, I don't know, John. John C? No, no, not John C, another a lot, John. A lot of Johns. John C. F, I think I know. Yeah. I think I know what you're yeah. talking about. Blonde hair. Uh, yeah. He did like walk the talk yep, with yep. John C, but you yep. know, a different John. Yep. Either way, John was the one who approached us and said, hey, will you guys come over, start showing up on Sundays, and then it just, you know, like when we started going there, there was 10 people. And then after probably four or five years, there was a hundred people every Sunday in the room. Wow! I remember the days. I remember the days of Braintree Rehab, sitting in the physical therapy room. Yeah, yeah. With like, actually, we were in a little tiny room at first. Yeah, Yeah, a little tiny room with with like six, seven people. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. six or seven people. Then enough people came where we didn't fit in that room. We moved. You you know, the meeting got moved into somewhere else and. Was Dude was like, I got to give up this young people's meeting. I'm going to retire. I'm moving to Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just got a home so, in Naples. I'm out of here. That's, uh, that's part of my story. So, you know, I felt like I was of service. I was probably there for six or seven years. And uh, mm. and then it was just time to move on, you know? Mm, yep. Yeah. And we met sometime in that timeline and on Tuesday nights. Oh, yeah, right, Tuesday nights. Yeah, yeah, that was such a yeah. good meeting. The best. It still I fell goes out. on. It still goes same, on? Same crew I've been with there for 13 years. I like. fell out of that when I was. I, uh, I started dating a, a girl, and I got taken away. Always distractions. <laughs> yep. Always distractions. <laughs> yep. So <clears throat> how you doing, Chris? I'm all right. A um, yeah. little bit of a, of, of a emotional day, but, okay. you know, trying to take care of some business. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I had a bit of an emotional day myself today. Yeah. yeah. But things went well. I feel like a weight has been lifted off me. Mm. Um, you know, and none of this is for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing it for someone else, you mm-hmm. know. So, and trying to help someone else in the meantime. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, I think we've all experienced that, and that's how we uh, we grow. Yeah, is through helping others, and that's where we. I found my strength. I know that to be true. You know, being of service, any way I can, anytime I can. You know, trying to keep the hand out there. Yeah, because if we ain't helping anyone else, then what are we doing here? Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, I get distracted and get into routines where um, I'm like antisocial. You know, I just go to work, I go home, I do my thing. I'm always trying to like get more work or do something, get some project going, and I I don't end up given back enough so that's why this this podcast has been fantastic for me to to get my teeth into because once i start doing something i'm you know i'm i'm all about it and uh yeah it's a good way for me to get get involved with recovery again and and and, uh give back you know yeah yeah i definitely look forward to this every week oh my god yeah it's one of the highlights so what um what has your journey entailed oh so much so much friend yeah uh i mean i i can't believe the story that i have i can't believe that it's my story well first of all what was the what was the downfall what was your biggest downfall the drug of choice was it just alcohol mostly no it was mostly drugs because it was easier to hide the drugs when you're such an adolescent than you know if you got drunk and sloppy falling down oh i hear you yeah Yeah, stinking sure smelling like booze so as a young adolescent it was much easier to put visine in your eyes and you know dude i remember a little distance nothing smelled like Mm -hmm. i mean the minute you took a drink of alcohol well at least they smell it on you you know right away 
Uh, yeah. I remember coming home and uh, being on acid and like, oh, my head is sliding in half. I better go up to my bedroom. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know? I yeah. had some bad trip experiences oh, myself. Yeah. Uh, so the journey has just been outrageous. Um, literally, I, I still can't believe that this is my life. So before I got sober, hadn't passed a grade in school in like three years. So now I'm in middle school. I get sent to treatment. Wow. And I get exposed to the solution. And I start to apply these principles to my life. And then I go into high school, get back into sports, go to college, you know, graduate college, played football in college, um, went overseas. I ended up being an English teacher. I literally, when I tell you before I got sober, I hadn't passed a grade in school in like three years, like nothing, F, F, F all the time. Hmm. And I was illiterate. I couldn't read or write. Wow. So then I graduate college and I go overseas to teach English to these, <laughs> to these Japanese kids. So that was an amazing experience. But right? you know what I found yeah. there was Alcoholics Anonymous. In Japan. In Japan, yes. Yeah. So amazing. My, my home group was Tokyo Sunday night. Holy English speaking shit. meetings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tokyo so Sunday night. A bunch, love it. a bunch of expats there. Um, That's fantastic. You know, from all over the world, Europe and Australia and a lot of uh, Americans. At that meeting, the meeting was probably 50 deep, you know? Yeah. Um, wow. So I found fellowship there, had a home group, meetings, actually started a meeting in the neighborhood that I lived in, in a pizza shop. Was there a lot of meetings through the week, or was it just Yeah, there was the at main... least one a night, you know, in nice. Tokyo, yeah, English-speaking wow. meeting. Um, wow. So, That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I had that unbelievable experience, traveled the world a couple of times, finding Alcoholics Anonymous everywhere I went. Um, I know, like, you can stay busy even just attending Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, yeah. You can yeah. have an adventure of a no, lifetime. No question. Yeah. yeah. Just remember, looking for meetings. Just I remember when I, when, I was in, <laughs> right, when I was in California, uh, we went to a meeting, and there was uh, somebody on a phone from Alaska. They were attending the meeting. Oh, really? They yeah, I guess them? maybe Alaska probably struggles, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Alaska. So there's meetings <laughs> everywhere, wherever you go. Uh, we are there. Just mm-hmm. look for the yeah. circle and triangle. What a re- what a what a relief it is when you see that circle and triangle, yeah. and you're in a foreign place. You know. Oh yeah. And it doesn't matter the language. You know, if there's a language barrier. You're still in the room. Right. The same twelve steps, the twelve traditions. It's yep. there. You know. Yeah, you yeah. see the big book. It's like you can exhale. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, traveled cool. the world, had amazing experiences, met wonderful people, still in touch with some of the people. Like to host people now. Here. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm always, you know. That's oh, how really? We live. People yeah. from Japan come over and stay yeah, with you. Yeah, I mean, I've had a bunch of people come over and stay with us, and oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, nice. I mean, especially nowadays with social media and whatnot, it's it's yeah, it's so much easier to yeah. stay in touch with people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, people were gracious to me when I was traveling, and I felt like always opened up their doors to me and try to, like you say, give it back. You know, give it away, right. to keep mm-hmm. it. And um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a real good life. What's the uh, what what is this life on life's terms? Life yes, on life's terms. So for L-O-L-terms. me, like life on life's terms. Uh, <laughs> nice little plug there. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I stay out of the way and I keep God in the driver's seat, there you go. And I'll try to help out, keep my hand out there. 
uh, it's not that difficult. You no, know? it's not that difficult. Uh, I, no, I make it difficult for myself. Yeah, it's challenges fantastic. come up. You know, there's problems, be it financial or health with family or friends and people get sick, you know. Uh, mm. Those things are going to happen yeah. anyway. But yep. uh, if if I'm like in line, G-O-D, meetings, helping out another guy, I'm in good shape. Like mm. I'm bulletproof, as a friend of mine used to say, you know. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's not much you can, there's not much that can penetrate the armor when I'm firing on all cylinders, you know? Right. Yeah. So I try to stay connected, you know, still it's been 29 years in August. It'll be 29 years. And, uh, I'm still like consistently three meetings a week. Wow. That's good. Yeah. Um, good stuff. You know, I'm not super active. Obviously I have this busy life because of living clean and having some success and having a business and blah, blah, blah. Wife and children. Wife and kids and other responsibilities. But uh, I'm trying to keep that in the number one seat, the 12 steps, because Mm. without that, none of this is going to happen after that. Right. Life on life's terms for me isn't super challenging right now because, uh, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, it becomes super challenging when these things are out of order, that's been my experience, you know? Right. Like when I'm working too much or I'm too much of this or too much of that, like when I find that balance, I'm good, you know? Yeah. So, uh, that's one of the things I've struggled with the most in my recovery is the balance. St- yes. Yeah. Staying, staying centered. It's hard. Yeah. I'm usually one way or the other, you know? The wind's always blowing. Yeah. You gotta yeah. learn how to turn the sails. Yeah. My, the story of my recovery has been a lot about, about my son and just you know everything's about trying to raise my son but now he's 14 and stuff so things are a little different With a whole now. new set of challenges yeah oh, well yeah. i spent a long time raising him in a house that i really didn't want to live in and but i wanted him to you know have a stable environment mm. and then uh you know and, and i've been that's taken a lot of my i've been able to concentrate on that and it's taken a lot of the focus off myself sometimes you know and uh now that now it's it's nice to uh to have time to to expand myself again you know and to mm. concentrate on on uh, doing the right thing with myself more you know where are you guys living i live in north quincy oh yeah yeah so you're still in quincy good yeah good yeah i'm uh, over in whitman yeah which ain't bad yeah you know, it's, it's in between fun. where i got sober and where i wasn't sober yeah. <laughs> from from brockton to quincy <laughs> yeah right you know? in the middle yeah so maybe you that's my balance way, Chris, that's day. my balance you wake up you wake up and you can either go left or right <laughs> yeah exactly and that's Screw exactly quincy, how it is brockton today i'm gonna get all fucked up <laughs> <laughs> but like Ugh. in the time that you've been around here like how many people have you lost oh god it's ridiculous. There was just another one last week, the kid Dave, Dave Brown. Uh, yeah. I, I seen a post. Dave was in Tuesday night with us. He after you were with us. Oh really? I, I seen a post. A yeah, so with us. It was an R. I. P. Uh, to him and I'm like Yeah. When did this happen? And it was like oh. four days yeah, before crazy. that. It's crazy, it's right? You know? So many. I mean what watched him, seen him doing extremely well, seen mm. him doing not so well at all. Mm. Yeah. You know, and the last time I had seen him was at Rockland, yeah. you know, and he was doing okay. And then for me, that's the worst part. Like, you know, <clears throat> we make special connections. We make special bonds. We meet wonderful people. Mm. 
the bonds get tighter and tighter and then sometimes people make bad decisions and next thing you know we're you know going to a wake and a funeral yeah and uh i mean i i can't even tell you it's over, well over a hundred yeah easily over I mean, 29 years i can only yeah. imagine Every, everybody that i started doing dope with there's only out of like the four of us that really were doing dope there's only me and one other kid who's alive the mm. other two had gone mm. the the out and then there was a fifth one who didn't you know even go further with it he just did it that night and the other one besides me is not sober and uh who knows how people certain people stay alive and certain people don't yeah you know yeah i don't question it i just i just know that i'm where i'm supposed to be and i don't want to like so i got sober super young right so yeah. it was there were challenges that came with that, right? There was often times when I would like wonder, you know, oh, do you think, you know, this maybe I was overreacting, uh, yeah. blah, 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 something. And yeah. like somebody, I think it was my cousin, actually, she gave me this little thing and I had it over the light switch coming into my bedroom at my house. And it said, I'd rather identify as an alcoholic and like live by these principles than trying to be out there convincing myself that I'm not an alcoholic, yeah. you know? Because that yeah. is, you know, that's like uh, Russian roulette. Yeah, right. Especially today. Back then, it wasn't as much, but... Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, has anyone ever been like, oh, man, you were so young, like... What you, not you? the people I grew up with. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or, or my family. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, they, they don't question what I'm doing or what I should be doing, you know? Right. And, uh, it's and not how many you had. Yeah. It's not how old or young you were. It's what the drink did to you or yeah. the drug did to like, you when you did it. You you could have been out there for a couple months and had enough pain. Mm. I don't, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter how long or how many. I, I don't like some of the old timers. Ah, I spilt more than you ever drank. You know, like, yeah, said that. Who, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. good for you. You know what I mean? Who cares? Well, you're a slob. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been more you, careful. Yeah, you wasted a lot of alcohol. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was another one, though. Uh, that girl, Leslie. You know Leslie from uh, Situate? Yeah, I know. She got she sober. She was like, did she yeah. have a baby? Yeah. Good for her. She, she Actually, got sober at like 16. She had a baby with my girlfriend's brother who passed away. Oh, yeah. Mark. Right. Oh, really? Mark. Yeah. 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 Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Leslie's a sweetheart. Didn't she get sober when she was like 16 or something? Yeah, I she think. was yeah. pretty young. I yeah. Think. Uh, D yeah. also. Yeah, D was, D was real young. She, she grew yeah. up in my neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But the thing is, it gives you a fantastic life. Right. You know, it's not like you're going into jail and it's terrible. It's fantastic. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get a whole, you know, you just, you just can't use chemicals for recreation. If, like, if you live the way you're supposed to. It's a good life. Yeah, man. It's you know, fantastic life. <laughs> yeah. Not just a good life. Absolutely, it's I, uh, fantastic. It's like I was thinking about uh, when you asked me about young people's AA and and going to Braintree young people. So prior to that, for years, I went to the conferences. You know, yeah, yeah. so many conferences, oh, yeah. so many conferences. So for me, being a young person in AA, that was a huge piece of my recovery. Like. Mm. Just to see the enthusiasm, to travel, to have those different experiences. And I would like, I would use the conference just to get to a city and then I would like travel about the city. And check out a city. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, Fantastic. yeah, because most of the stuff went on at night at the conferences. Yeah, you know I, mean, what I mean, you know, they right. had a full schedule, but like 
I wanted to do more and experience more and, and yeah. you know, get more See culture. You yeah. Know? Yep. And uh, so I went to hundreds, literally hundreds of conferences. I used to go to a couple a year, you know, and traveling like real serious, like, you know, 94, 95, went to Hawaii to a conference. Wow. Uh, that was unbelievable. Nice. They had Ikipa. I used to go to all Ikipars, the international young people of AA. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> and they have Neki Par and Miski Par and all these Y Pars, you know? Yep. So I used to travel all around, and uh, there was a group of us that were doing it. And uh, that would literally be like charging up your batteries and get you through the next three or four months yep. to go on another conference to charge up your batteries. Right. Can't wait. Because it was, it was fire. It. it was. Uh, it was a lot of enthusiasm, yeah, a lot of energy. You'd always hear really good speakers because they'd bring in the speakers from like around the country, you know. Yep. So, do you <laughs> wonderful experiences? You remember that. the time we went Christmas shopping? We went Christmas shopping. Yeah, it was me, you, and who's the kid that was living at uh, uh, in Holbrook? Did we Brian? steal anything? Was it Brian? The kid was covered with tattoos. Yeah, yeah, Brian. Yeah. But re- remember, you seen the girl who just got her hair done, and you're like, "Did you bump your head?" No, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and her and her girlfriend were rolling. Really? Yeah, we were we were inside Wet Seal or something, and the girl really? had just got her hair done, so she had that stuff that they How wrap many it. Years ago? Oh it? yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Somebody got like a color and they had it wrapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the girl had the. It looked like <laughs> tissue paper around her head, and you you walked up to her like, did you? Did you bump your head? Are you okay? And she was like, "What?" <laughs> and her and her girlfriend just started rolling. I almost uh, pissed myself in this store. Yeah, sometimes you just say what's on your mind. Yeah, right? yeah, we're uh, at South Shore Plaza. That's uh, funny. Christmas shopping. Yeah, that's going back a long time. <laughs> yeah, a long time. Yeah, because that was the Holbrook House was yeah. fairly new. What is it? Yeah. And then you had the three hundred four. Uh, no, 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 no. The Holbrook House was the 202. Yeah, the 202. Yeah, what you're thinking about is the 301. 301, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The 202, the 301. Yeah, yeah, now I'm at the 205, so, yeah, life is good. Yeah, um, man, it's So there's a lot of happened. resources here. You guys probably talking about some resources. Um, we have a sober house. There's lots of sober houses around. Mm. We have a sober mm. house now. It's kind oh, of you a ha- cool You have story. a sober house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So uh, cool. we named it The Road Back. That was the name of the halfway house that I was in in 89. Yeah. It, was, it was an auto bar. It was called The Road Back. And so we opened up a sober house here beautiful. in uh, Jackson Square, right in Weymouth. Uh, beautiful oh, yeah? house. Yeah. yeah wow. It's a really cool. nice spot. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, it's been kind of like a 10-year dream of mine to try to open up a sober house right mm. made me think of it when you mentioned the 202 and yeah. the 301 and that you know like uh i always the door was always open at our house you know like whatever right you, you need to hang your head somewhere come with us you know yep yeah so now i can have my family and my kids and my wife safe here and comfortable and we're not as interrupted with the house over there we can just say hey you need a place to lay your head yeah. here you go you know right so that's going good uh you know, we have a great program director over there, my buddy Kev C. Yeah. Uh, he runs a tight ship and uh, gets to keep an eye on the guys. And, uh, you know, it's just a good 12-step base house, uh, very structured, three, oh, four yeah. meetings a week. Got to have a sponsor, got to work the steps. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm And, really and honestly, in my that. opinion, we need more of those. Oh, yeah. For you know? sure. Oh, yeah. I mean. I, I know a lot of people. That, I think that's part of the biggest problem is, you know, 
detox out on the street, detox back at the house, detox back to your old space, and yep. it's not good. It's not working. Yeah, we can see that. Right. There's there's yeah. hardly any long term treatment centers anymore. Right. Yeah. You know, there's no TCs. I know. Because yeah. That's you got to be politically correct. You I know, like <clears throat> I did a thirty day program. You know, in '89, I went to Spofford Hall in New Hampshire. Thirty days there, they told me about this disease. Like when I went there, I felt like this bad kid doing bad things. Mm. And when I left there, I learned that I was a sick kid doing sick things. And there was somewhat of a solution for what I was doing. And so from there, I went to that halfway house. And I think literally that made all the difference for me because it was like another couple of months of safety. Yep. And then I was, yeah, you know, coming back to this neighborhood and back into school. And, you know, I just felt like I had a bit more of a foundation. But nowadays, as you both know, you go to detox and they're like, unfortunately pushing you out the door five days later you're still detoxing when you go out Ah, the door well especially with what they're giving you a detox Mm. is supposed to be a medical treatment to get you off the physical effects of the drugs and maybe put you in a couple means to give you an idea of what you're going through yeah it's not enough no but that's why you always have to go to further treatment Mm. you know and when i did i went to a lot of detoxes but i did when i got sober i did nine months in the house, mm. you know what I mean, yep. and and it was good because for those last three months um, was transitions or, or not transitions, uh, reentry they called it, and you worked, yeah. you know, and uh, it wasn't a sequestered away from my area where I had to go back to my area. This is just what I needed. It was my area, mm. and so. But little bits of it at a time, yeah. with a safety net to come back home and yeah. and, and be held accountable. Sure, you know, yep. and 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 it was good because uh, because you know uh, it gradually brought me back into my real life, life. Yeah. real life, and my and my my area, which you know I I wasn't planning on leaving the area where my family lives. Yeah, you know, I had gone to Florida twice before that to a great program. I was like sober while I was down there, and as soon as I got back up here, it was like, all right, I'm back on. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, you know that's the trouble. <clears throat> so a little bit more time, a little bit more of a solution based program, yeah, structure of some sort, any sort. Mm. But clearly, the results that are coming in now are not working so well with the short term, quick, rapid. You know, get them in and out because the insurance companies are you know cutting back on and, everything and. Like my take on this, and and what I say all the time is, just just like with the with the medical field, there's no money in curing anything. Mm. You got to keep treating it mm. if you want to make money. Mm. And unfortunately, addiction has become a business. Well, that's that's part of the problem too. And it used to be more of a charity model. Yeah, you know. And now it's turnabout. okay. I can make money. Our place that we went to was yeah. a charity place. It was a not profit, not for profit. Yep. And and we used to call and get donations. We ate, you know, the stuff that didn't yeah. sell at Whole Foods. We ate the stuff that didn't sell at, you know, yeah. Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. That's right. <laughs> every week. Every, every week. It was, was like pizza program. night. Uh, but unbelievable it, program. I know a lot of people that come and, sober. Out but there. it gave yeah. us purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. in that house had a job. Yeah. Yeah. Like whether felt, you were a maintenance guy, whether you were a kitchen crew, yeah. whether you felt you, like you were taking care of the house, yeah. you were responsible. You, you, you were yeah. you were thinking of others, and you mm-hmm. were getting some respect for yourself too, because you were part of this thing. You were getting yeah. sober, and you were getting helping people get sober. And you know yeah, what like I mean? for the me, culture. I did I did ten months 
on Long Pond Road before I went into treatment. Yeah. You know, and okay. I'm grateful for that because no, I had right. 10 AKA months. jail. Yeah. <laughs> I had uh, 10 months there, mm-hmm. which is where I found Alcoholics Anonymous. It was enough. That was enough time. It's where I found Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. And it's funny because I just moved the last of my stuff out of the house I was living in in Quincy. And uh, I found a couple envelopes with, you know, big vanilla, manila envelopes with 26 Long Pond Road as the address from, oh, Pl- really? from Plymouth, yeah. my jail stuff. Yeah. And I open, up this, I open up this piece of paper, and it's a note from my cellmate. And this kid was my Abby Thatcher. Yeah. yeah. He was the one that... Wow, said here, yeah. I'm going to AA. You can get two and a half days of good time a month, but you can also get more. Right. So really, this kid's gone. This kid's dead. Oh yeah. Oh wow. You know? And like I'm reading this note, like wow. And it was funny because he's he was looking at some time, but he's talking about you know I'm you're gonna get out. You're getting out now. I'm gonna get out soon. We're gonna bump into each other and we're gonna just go grab ice cream. Mm. He's like, you don't ever have to come back to a place like this again. You know, mm. and I know how this kid he ran because of the disease. Yep. Yeah, I mean, broken. did did many more bids yeah. like Robin Banks? Like mm. it just got progressively worse for this kid. But he's the one that directed me towards Alcoholics Anonymous. It's amazing. You never know who that's going to be that's carrying that message yeah. to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, man. Such and and I'm reading this note like, wow. Yeah. You know. Mm. Hmm. Had this kid, and the last time I had seen him was at one of the graduation dinners from the St. John's AWOL. Mm. We went to, um, what was the Italian restaurant over there on Pearl Street in Braintree? Um, not Maria's. Maria's is no, no, no. The, the Chateau? One, nope. No, Pearl the little Street. one right next to McDonald's. It's a car dealer now, I think. But that was where our, that's where our graduation dinner was. Yeah. And I'm walking out. With I don't know forty right. alcoholics, mm. and this is like probably seven eight years after I left Plymouth. Yeah, and he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, just a little something." He's like, "Are you still sober?" Yeah. I'm yeah. like, "Yeah." He was like, oh, "Blown away, yeah. blown away that I was still sober like yeah. seven eight years later." And I've seen other guys I was locked up with, and they know exactly where they know me from. Right, right. You know, they look at me like. I'm like, yeah, they're like, you still doing good? I'm like, yeah. They're like, what? You know? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy when you think about the ripples in the water, you know? Yep. Like that guy planted the seed in you and and just think about the journey that you've been on. Oh, and right. literally the ripples in the water. Yeah. You know? Everything it's that can go wrong has. Yeah, but I mean, through and, all and that. And I've made it through it all. Yeah, through all that, you know, others have watched you, even if it's right here next to you or a bit from a distance. Yeah. They're watching you and they're seeing you go through that and they're getting strength from that. Yeah. It's yeah, all man. because of, you know, not all because of that guy, but like right. that guy's part of the story. Large, large part. You know? Yeah. You know? It's amazing. So, yeah, it's crazy how if you like, if you like look closely, you can see so much more, right? I mean. Yeah. And you start paying attention, and then you start, like, it'll blow your mind when you get dialed in and yep. and, and be mindful of it, you know? I'm, right. I'm meeting people, you know, I, the the girl that I'm with, you know, I'm meeting people that are in her life that have been sober for years, and I mentioned, you know, a retreat I went on, and they're like, yeah. oh, I went on that, and right, right. now it's like yeah. we got this bond already. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. met this lady. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, mm. it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's nice when your eyes are open and you're, uh, you know, not looking down at your shoes and yep. embarrassed and humiliated. Oh and yeah, ashamed, and, hating yourself. Yeah, that's a big part of my story. You know, it's a, it's such a weight on your shoulders when you hate yourself. You walk around hating yourself. Yeah, so you know all the shitbag stuff you do is wrong, and you just just adds up, and you try to shake it off like it yeah. don't matter. And it yeah, just keeps, but some of it you can't even keeps stop adding. yourself from doing. Oh, when you're out there, active. most of it you, yeah. you do what you have to do, yeah. you know, and you, and you and you shake it off, but you you respect yourself less and less. Yeah, and uh, the more the more times you choose to do the right thing, the more you respect yourself, and it goes in the other direction. You feel good. Yeah, you feel happy. A reason to feel happy, and not be ashamed of yourself. You know. Yeah, they say you want to have self esteem. Do esteemable acts. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So it, we've come a long way from, uh, as the book talks about, incomprehensible demoralization. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not, a good one. Nothing nice yeah. about that feeling. No. 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 Definitely not. And I needed a lot of explanation too. about a lot of these terms when I first got sober, but I understand them now. Yeah. 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 I got a, I had to get a dictionary that goes along with that book. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to, there was yeah. words in there I had no idea. What's yeah. this mean? And, yeah. like, for myself... When I was working with another guy, yeah. When when someone sat down and read that to me, I had no idea what that word meant, and I was not going to ask you because yeah. my pride, my ego, were too good, sure. too big. <laughs> so I have it written down on the side of my book, mm. and I know they're not going to ask me. So I say, "Hey, I didn't know what this word meant, so this is what that word means." Right, right. And they're like, "I've done the work for you." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've already looked like yeah. so you know when you mention uh, you know the dictionary and using the book and the text i always think about <clears throat> you mentioned the tuesday night you know step meeting that you did with the yeah. AWOL. so i used to go to the tuesday night meeting in quincy um down on washington street it was around the table kind of a 12-step meeting you know? yep and like i'm telling you when i got sober i had an awful hard time so for the first couple of years, I would just literally pass. I'll pass. I'll pass. You know. Oh yeah, then I passed I quite a bit feeling, myself. Then I yeah, started man. feeling like, all right, I could do this, right? So I'd like, I'd like count the amount of people ahead of me. Oh and yeah. I'd know what my paragraph was, and I would like <laughs> go through my paragraph and read my paragraph, you know, to myself, and then it would get to me and. I would read it, but then sometimes, unfortunately, what would happen is like the guy before me would pass, and then I'd be like, "Oh man," because yeah. I only read five <laughs> yeah. paragraphs. Or someone would read two paragraphs. Yeah, yeah. yeah throw yeah, me man. all off. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that just made me think of that. Because you want to, you want to say something yeah. profound, man. Oh, yeah, you want to yeah, sound yeah. good. Yeah, I want to be able to articulate. Yeah. This <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, so you're gonna I school don't have everybody. to do that anymore. I got an education, like Alcoholics Anonymous educated me, like mm. literally. Yeah. Like, you yeah. guys showed me how to live and read and write and you know yeah yeah so it's uh it's definitely a good life and uh life on life's terms today isn't that much of a struggle right any big plans for the summer you got anything going on uh, i'm gonna go down to maryland yeah yeah that's my big plan i haven't really cemented in the dates yet but i'm mm -hmm. gonna go down and uh, camp on the beach nice uh astig island you ever hear Beautiful. of it? It's, it's fantastic. You camp um, on the other side of the dunes from the beach, yeah. and then Ocean City's 10 miles away, which is like a 10-mile boardwalk and sure. a big amusement park and stuff. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I haven't been on a vacation, per se, any kind of vacation in like 10 years. So. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a workaholic, too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you deserve it. You, and your yeah. boy's going with you? Yeah. 
Yeah. Who, who, just the two of you guys going down? No, me and my girlfriend and uh, her kids, hopefully, um, and my son. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Rent a big uh, three, you know, three rows of seats, like a escalator or something, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Conversion vans, they still have those? I don't know. We used yeah. to rent those and go up to Laconia. Yeah, it'd be nice. Seats go all the way you. back, sleep. Oh, yeah. You haven't picked the dates yet? No, no. I think it, it's either going to be end of August or uh, in September or something yeah. like that. What about you, big guy? You got anything planned? I haven't planned anything yet. Yeah. Work. How old are you youngest now? Three. Three? Yeah. yeah mine's three, too. Yeah. She's, three. Oh, she's she's awesome. Yeah. yeah. A lot she's of a trip. A lot of fun. What a personality they have at oh, three, huh? At three. She's, yeah. Beautiful. Unbelievable. She, she, <laughs> my girlfriend <laughs> picked her up from uh, from daycare, and she says, uh, she says, can you give me a baby sister? And she was like, um no i don't think i can do that she's like why not you can just go to the store you can get two if you want <laughs> yeah. Twins on yeah. Sale. yeah yeah buy one get one yeah. a two-year-old's uh, mentality yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like the, to to not have to worry about anything and that's you know a lot of stuff what i went through today we had a lot to do with her yeah you know what i mean yeah. so and I, well, I can do that. Hopefully that, that uh, things will all work out and everyone will, you know, have their experience. If I don't try and run it, it'll work out fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone you know? will find peace in the in the situation. Yeah. 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 You know, every mm-hmm. time I say it, every time I try to run the show, it gets canceled. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Or you have some electrical fire or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 right, right. <laughs> but it's funny because I'm sitting there and, you know, I pop open my phone and my reading. Yeah of the day comes up and it's all about just stepping back and letting whatever happens happen yeah you know trusting and relying on the process yeah yeah trying to stay out of the way of it it's i mean fear creeps in a lot you know Mm. but yeah but whenever whenever i'm afraid or i get too um caught up i mean of course i always try to trust trust in god that's the first thing Mm -hmm. then there's a second thing is uh or my higher power i guess is is what i'm supposed to say i call him god myself um the sec the second thing is what's going on in the present moment that's my second go-to right now you know i don't have tomorrow Mm. it may never come for me everything's usually pretty good right now yeah you right know what i mean i'm either worried fear is usually either worrying about to, yesterday or tomorrow mm-hmm. and in the present moment everything's usually pretty good or i'm doing something to make it good yeah. right stay where your feet are yeah yeah keep your head where your feet are that's yeah. right <clears throat> you know. so what else is going on these days what are you doing for the summer? What's your plans? Oh, what are we doing for the summer? Um, well, we kind of live in paradise now. We moved down to Cohasset. Somehow they... Uh, wow. Uh, I know. Holy oh, crap. So, they let a Quincy kid in over there? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Um, but so we're a mile from the beach, so that's uh, nice. We spend a lot of time down there. Uh, we usually go to Canada in August for a weekend. So we go to my friend's lake house up there, and the kids do all the water sports and stuff. You know? Did they just have wow. the uh, camper trip up in Vermont? I'm not sure. I think I might have saw something about it. Yeah. I've been a little bit out of the loop now with this wide pass stuff, you know? Right. Now that I have gray hair on my chin. and I, w- I want to get up to Nikki's. I haven't been up to Nikki's in a while. Old. Why pa? Yeah. Yeah. Young I mean, peoples. I still got Young mad peoples. love for Wipar because you know it paved the way for me. But uh, it's you know you gotta you gotta pick pick you know pick yeah. your spots. 
Mm-hmm. It's, and so why, now, it's, it's now, now your choices yeah. are Waipa, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We're yeah. not quite in the Disney spot yet. Get, yeah, yeah, getting yeah. there. Yeah. Getting no, there. So we'll do the lake house in August. That'll be fun. Um, you know, other than that, spending a lot of time with the family. I'm all about the family. And, yeah. uh, you know, because uh, that time f- flies by, as you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. How old's your oldest? Twenty-seven. Bananas in September. Right like, Bananas. Yeah. yeah, he was that's this little kid. Twenty-seven. Man. Little kid when Crazy. you met him. Yeah, I know. You know. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's now just, he's now he's up in Maine. Mind. He's he's up in Maine. He's like he's, old he's working to be in the dad and a yeah. husband and like yep. all kinds. Of and he's not. <laughs> he was like a little kid when I. And he's him. not. Yeah. But he's up there. He's working in medical marijuana field. Yeah. Because I I told him everything, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, mm-hmm. listen, out of anyone you hang out with, you got yeah. this worse. You know, mom yeah. and dad both right, struggled. Right. Yeah. So mm. just Double be careful. Yeah. 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 And, you know, he's up there. He's doing well for himself. And he's tried, you know, he's tried retail. He's tried the trades. Yeah. And this is his passion. He's doing it. And. Excellent. He likes it. Yeah. You know, and he's making money. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Legally. Yeah. <laughs> Legally. Right. Yeah. He's right. He's tax paying. He's doing all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. My, my kid's got it on both sides, too. Yeah. His his mother's uh, father. My, I had it on, you know, it just goes back generations. Yeah. 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 The tree in my family is crazy, too. Yeah. And, and it's weird because of mine. The the closest was my grandfather, and I never knew mm. until years sober. And my, you know, I asked my dad, I'm like, because he didn't. My dad didn't have a drinking problem. Yeah, I I I remember finding rolling machines and him and his buddies would smoke weed or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And like mom would have one or two drinks over an entire weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, Dad, where'd it come from? And he's like, What do you mean, Grandpa? Yeah, I'm like, Huh? Now so you know. I I realized that. My entire childhood, my grandfather was loaded, yeah. and that's why all every <laughs> one of us was called Charlie Brown because he couldn't remember our names. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, I looked up you to know? my grandfather uh, since I was, you know, too old to. I mean, not old enough to talk. Yeah. And he was a drunk. You know, he always had a beer, and he was just mm. a beer drinker. You know, and uh, you know, it's it's just him between him. And like my uncle, who uh, who and my aunt and uncle were like hip, big hippies. They lived in Berkeley, California, and stuff. Yeah. So I was like looking up to their generation and the mind experimenting drugs and all that stuff. Yeah. And then I had like my grandfather, who was like you know, he was a World War Two vet and uh, you know the toughest son of a bitch you ever met in your life. And mm. uh, man, I was like. Oh yeah, I gotta be like these people. (laughs) (laughs) Those were our heroes, our role models. Yeah, my father had to quit drinking for some reason, and uh, you know, medically, he was messing his body up for some reason. I never saw him drink at all, and uh, Mm. and as far as and and I just thought he was an asshole, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Not because he didn't drink, but just because of sure. But our relationship sucked, so I was like, "This is where I'm going with my life." You know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh. Yeah, examples are huge, you know, and who you look up to and it will influence you a lot more than, you know. That's what I'm trying to do is be a good example for the kids. You know? Yeah. Uh, That's it. <clears throat> you talked about your dad, Tommy. So my father, big drinker, uh, ended up getting sober, got sober nine days after me. And uh, so I always had that, like, like on him that I was oh, sober really? longer than he was. <laughs> yeah, he got sober nine days after me. Uh 
but we had five really good years together and then he got sick and he passed away and uh you know but but for me he was like the ultimate role model in alcoholics anonymous you know oh really like really? being of service 12 step work picking up guys from the south shore halfway house yeah yeah know? uh like always had his car was always full like, yep literally that's where i learned like just get in the car get in the car you know oh, yeah. yeah get in the car let's go for the ride let's go to the meeting this that you know staying out late pick you up early stay out late oh, let's yeah. go grab food yeah yeah, you know? so, yeah i remember those days literally that was a huge he was deal. the best example i could have asked for that's you know? fantastic yeah, yeah. And uh, so the whole family had an opportunity to have five good years with him before he passed, and uh, everyone got their chance to make amends. So I didn't mention earlier, but I'm the youngest of five kids. And as of just two years ago, now all five of us are sober. Awesome. Wow. So Fantastic. Yeah, one brother's over 30, um, coming up on 29, 24, I think, my brother Scott. I shouldn't be blowing up their spot but my other brother is uh 14 and now my sister is two years yeah awesome so my Good mother stuff. doesn't lose sleep anymore because alcoholism like you know she yeah. can sleep well at night and uh, i mean to have it having one us. kid yeah also would be bad would be bad enough to deal with yeah oh, and then crazy, five yeah. it was a nightmare hey, so. and and dad yeah. What? I'm I'm a little she nervous had her about work my cut kid. Out for her. My kid's going to high school next year. He's going to the Votech. I'm yeah. not really nervous about him though, because he's got a good head on his shoulders. Mm. But it's all new, you know. It's all a big thing. So it's yeah. like, oh no, is this where it happens? Is right, where he starts right. drinking? Yeah. Yep. It's like, oh shit. No, I mean, but, you've been there. You've been present. Yeah? That's right. And I've talked to him about it. Yeah. You know, he knows. You're not quiet about it. No. <laughs> so he knows what's up. You know? Yeah. He knows right. what's up. And that's you know that's how I was with my son. Right. You know. Yeah. I never hid anything from him. Yeah. You know? And it's funny because, like, some of the people I've met, you know, he's running around with kids he's going to school with. And he's, you know, goes in the kid's house and he says, oh, where's your mom? And the kid says, oh, she's at a meeting. And he's like, a meeting? Mm. What kind of meeting? Yeah. And he's, the kid's like, oh, I don't know. He goes, is it a AA meeting? And he's like. Yeah, he goes. My dad goes to those too, you know. <laughs> yeah. So now there's a nice common bond. Yeah, now yeah. they they have something in common. Sure. Then yeah, I meet yeah. the kid's mom. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and yeah. you know my circle just grows. Right. You know. Yeah. It's it's one of the things I said earlier is about like some people like us need to sometimes speak up and say something. Mm-hmm. So you know they can see that we're regular people living. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, and work, uh, you know, like we're just regular people out here living. Yep, doing what we do, and uh, you Absolutely. know, it gets a little tricky because you know sometimes people break their anonymity publicly, and then they don't continue to act accordingly. Yep, and then right. it kind of you know yep. shines a bad light on what we do here. But yep. you know, as long as I stay on the path and keep doing the right thing and treating people the way I've been trying to treat them. Yeah, you know? I, I think I, I think that that's that's a very important uh, aspect to could be considered, and I think that the rooms and the halls are, are are a good place, like not to break your anonymity over, I guess. But but at the same time, I think that understanding is more important. 
people need the information. They need mm. to know. They need to see examples of people who do the right thing. And once in a while, you see you see somebody you look up to, and they relapse, and 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 terrible things happen. Okay, but it's 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 not worth depriving everybody else of the understanding of how we get better. Sure, no, no yeah, you know I what I mean. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm here. You know? Yeah, and I mean. and we had a guy on. Um, who was fantastic, and he shared about how he relapsed, and it was he was uh, not willing to come out about it because of all the you know the people he was sponsoring and all mm-hmm. the stuff, and he mm-hmm. ended up staying out there for longer, and it was it was a fantastic podcast, and uh, you know it's it's just it's important to uh, that people see examples. It's it's people are human, yeah, yeah and, 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 and you know I know a lot of people that have have are no longer with us or are still struggling. Because trying to come back, mm. that yeah. the, the fear and, yeah. and pride and ego and, and what other people think of me, yeah, right? Exactly you know, that's right. The, the, what other people yeah. think of me? Yeah, you know, I was always told what other people think of me is none of my business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love you that know? line. That's mm. fantastic. Yeah. And you know, I don't know when I got to the point where I didn't worry what people said about me. Yeah, but right. I don't really. Well, I think it, it it affects you a little. It always going to affect you a little bit, but you know, you just. You get over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. get over it. Yeah. You know, you just come back and... and, and, and what was that most recent film it. Uh, that they made about, you know, I'm a person in long-term recovery? Oh, I, I never got to see it. Come on. I know exactly what you're talking about. They made it. It's like, you know... There was new, a lot of actors. I knew, and, I mean, like, no, like 18 months ago. No. Oh, really? No, yeah. I don't know. A year ago, maybe. Oh, God, I can't believe We that. Are Not I Anonymous can't. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, The Anonymous People. The Anonymous People. You didn't see it? No. Oh. Did you see I it? I got to see no. it. Oh, please. Yeah, you got to see that, man. Yeah. The Anonymous People. So really, really well done about like um, the, the, the thread that ran through the story was uh, how we have to be more like activists, you know? Yeah. Like right. back in the day. You know, during the AIDS epidemic, yep. there were like all these, uh, you know, the AIDS brigade and all these different like community, like rallies and walks and, you know, all kinds of community like. Yeah, it was out there. It was yeah. it was a spotlight on it. And, Huge and, but spotlight. That but at don't first, happen. Well, it didn't happen at first. At first it was like shameful and they were trying yes. to keep it hush hush. Right, and, right, know. right. So that, so. you know, that campaign now, uh, something about the stigma. What is it Yeah, called? Stop the Stigma. Stop, stop the, stigma. the Stigma. There's another so one, Fuck the Stigma. But this, <laughs> this film is really, really good. You guys, you both should really watch this film. It, it. It like inspired me a lot. What's it called again? It's called the Anonymous People. Yeah, yeah. Right. And definitely, this... definitely worth watching. Definitely a lot of good takeaways. And like, it talks about like what we've talked about the last ten minutes is like how we need to not be so quiet, not be so anonymous. Not yeah, like not yeah, ashamed right. of what we yeah. are or who we are, but well, like, well, here's what let happens. people know there is a solution and there's life after recovery and like things go on and you know like yeah, you, can, yeah, you can have not say we get a show too. from a soapbox but yeah, yeah, well that's yeah, the thing yeah. that, that bothers me about it is they say like oh well you know 12 step programs don't mm-hmm. work because look at the statistics and those statistics are allowed to to uh to 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 be manipulated in any way they want because people are anonymous yeah. and yeah i mean it, it doesn't work well that's because you know 
you went in there and you, you relapsed three times. So what's that? Three people it didn't work on? Yeah, well, I relapsed three times, but I, then I stayed sober for 20 years and had a fantastic life. Right, right. Okay, yeah. well, did it work? Mm-hmm. I'd say it worked, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like the statistics are bullshit, and that's, that's what, you know, a lot of people will say, well, you know, they're coming out with different stuff. That AA stuff really didn't work. And yeah. although it's in every city in the world, and there's like, you know, right, right. 10 meetings millions. a week, and millions of people are getting yeah. benefits from it. Yeah. But, you know. Absolutely, both of you, do yourself a favor, watch that film. I will. Oh, yeah. I will. A lot Definitely of lot check of that takeaways. Out. You know, and like the thing, it reminded me of how how deep we are how much strength we have and right. how our numbers mm. like you just said something like a couple of million people like oh, there's yeah. a lot of people living in recovery you know and, long-term uh, recovery as well the yeah. first time i remember being like i had like an aha moment so it was in washington dc we're at a young people's conference and we were about to have like a big saturday night meeting and it was probably back in, I don't know, 96, 97, 98, maybe, maybe 95, somewhere around there. Like Al Gore was trying to have an event in yeah. this uh, hotel where we were. And the Secret Service were trying to like kick all these young people out of this hotel. Legit. The Secret Service was trying to like <laughs> change our venue because, you know, Al Gore was having this event, right? Oh, and yeah. apparently there was somebody who was in recovery who was like uh, a big deal. I don't know. I In my mind, I think it was something to do with like the Ways and Means Committee. I don't even know what that committee does, but it's like a big deal in Washington, D.C., you know? Yeah. So yeah. there was a guy who was sober and he's like, listen, you guys aren't relocating that group right there. You guys are relocating. So Al Gore and his wow. crew got moved to another venue because <laughs> we were there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. Wow. Yeah, it was, like, it was like unbelievable. And I just remember thinking like, oh, here we are, a bunch of people who are supposed to be like outcasts of society. Yep. But like we're getting mad respect right now. You right. Know what I mean? right. Like, yeah, because like somebody else knows who we are. And, they know what's know, up. And yeah. what rights you have. It was it was it was a really well, like an aha moment for me. But this film important it is. reminded me of all the influential people yes. who were out there. There's a yes. lot of people out there in a lot of oh, different sure. venues and a lot of different spaces that uh, you know also have a sobriety date. Yep. Also a person in long term recovery, like you know. So yeah, there's lots of strength in our numbers. Tons mm-hmm. of strength in our numbers, you know. And I think it could be more beneficial if more people, you know, chatted about it, talked about it, It, you know. I think it's gotten a lot better. Like you said, the stigma has gotten taken away a little bit, but still, I think there's still a lot of shame and... Yeah, there's still some judgment. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, there always will be. Self-judgment as well when you're trying to get sober and you're sitting there like, oh, I don't deserve it. Uh, You know, all the things I've done and, you know, the Mm. person I am. I mean, even if it's subconscious, you know, you identify as the street junkie or the homeless person or Mm. whatever, you know. And uh, it's just not the case. Nope. So those would be my few suggestions. Watch The Anonymous People. That sounds good. Wonderful film. Keep up what you're doing. Love the work that you guys are doing. I'm glad that you're... uh, voicing it and spreading the word and and sharing it with other people and uh giving people hope because there's people like dialed in right now that aren't feeling the love and not feeling like they're gonna make it but living by these principles we're three guys that weren't supposed to make it 
Right. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, we're having children. We're living life. We're working. We're contributing to society. Exactly. Productive members. Yeah. Like, that wasn't our story. That wasn't what it was meant to look like. There was, so, there was a time when you ran we, my name and I got odds. thrown out of somewhere because yeah. my name was on you. Yeah. yeah. It's not we like that today. Odds. All right. Well, I'll tell you, we went. It yep. was good. That was another great one. Yeah. I'm uh, grateful that you guys asked me to be a part of it. Yeah, Absolutely. It and, and, you know, like, like Paul was talking, if anyone needs any help or you're looking for some resources, you can message us on the Facebook group. Um, yeah, you can absolutely. private message myself. Mm-hmm. Um, any, any way I can or help, myself, I, yeah. I will be more than willing. Come down here. Uh, yeah, to this come down yeah, here to come down New here to Recovery Center, New Way. Quincy. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, that's going to be a wrap. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Paul, for being on, and I uh, yeah. appreciate it. And we got an audience tonight. Facebook Live. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Peace out. All right. Thank, Thank you, guys. You.